Welcome to the first mini episode of Are You Afraid of Ghosts? This is where I'm going to share some um, stories that I've read that are miscellaneous and are not streamlined to a specific topic or location. So the first one, um, I actually found a lot of these on a haunting, uh, haunting stories app, which are true ghost stories. So here you go. Hope you like them. My stories begin from the time I was five or six, I believe. My very first encounter with the paranormal began when my mom, dad, brother, and me were visiting some family in Mexico, and we were staying in this house we used to own down there. Now a little background on the town before I begin. Supposedly the entire town was a battlefield type of location. Running through the town was a path that all the soldiers used to get to a certain location. Some people hear the sounds of what seems to be horses and men yelling, giving orders and whatnot. My grandmother lives right next door to a house, which she says contains all of that paranormal activity, including hearing military men on horses and seeing them as well. Back in that time, there were a lot of deaths because of the battles that were carried out. Any person that was killed was buried right there and there, right there and then, wherever they were killed, so it is said that the entire town is like a cemetery because none of the bodies have ever been removed from the ground. Although at that time, there were many people who would bury any type of money or fortune that they may have had for fear of it being confiscated. So many of the houses in the town have money underneath them. In the house that we lived, there used to live a lady and her little son. Now we were told from the very beginning by the person who sold them the house that there was money buried there. Whether, whether the money belonged to the lady, we weren't really sure, but I know for a fact that this lady that lived there was the spirit I came in contact with as a child. I found all of this history out when I was 16, so I had no knowledge of anything that may have gone on when I was young. I remember we had just gotten to the house. It had been a while since we had just visited and it had been the second day that we were in Mexico. My parents were cleaning up the rooms we were going to be staying in, and they decided that we would all stay in their room for the night. The next morning, it must have been about 7 a.m., I woke up to the sounds of footsteps in the room. Now I was awake, but I kept my eyes closed, thinking it was my mom. The weird thing about all of this was that the footsteps seemed to be walking around the bed constantly. I finally sat up, and I could still hear those footsteps, but there was no body. I knew that the footsteps were circling the bed, and I would follow them like I knew someone was there. I knew their exact location. Every now and then, the footsteps would stop right on the side of the bed where I was, as if whatever it was was observing me. Then they would continue. I was younger at that time, and for some reason I wasn't scared. I didn't feel like it was threatening in any way. But I did tell my dad the next morning. He thought it was someone on the roof trying to get in. I told him I was sure it was coming from inside the room. I told him that I was following the footsteps, but he just brushed it off. Also, when I was 16, it must have been three years before our last visit, and my aunt was living in that house. She said that when they walked in on the wall in the dining room, there were in big letters the name Letty, L-E-T-I. Those letters seemed to have been carved into the wall somehow. She didn't think much of it until she started painting the room. She was painting over it when she said her paintbrush flew out of her hand and hit the wall behind her. It was then that this started to interest me. I asked one of my other aunts if she knew anything about the house, and she told me about the lady and her son. 
and how they have been seen at my house. I know this is long and I apologize, but I felt that this was the beginning of all the things I have experienced throughout my life. If you believe me or not, that's really up to you, but I ask that you have respect as I will do the same for you. This one is called Camping at the Mountains. This story happened when I was 21 and I used to go climbing mountains during the weekends. By that time, I don't remember anything I liked more than climbing, so every weekend I took my gear and drove to the mountains one hour away from home. I also used to take my tent because I loved sleeping in the mountains and coming home the next day. So one Saturday morning, I took my gear and tent as usual and got into my car. When I arrived there, I found my friends and they told me they didn't like they didn't feel like climbing as someone had just suffered an accident and the police were trying to find out how it happened. We didn't go back to the city. We stood there by the mountainside in the camping site. It was something like a farm, but not really. It was a large extension of land with one very small house in the middle. And by house, I mean it was just a room where there was only a table and a kitchen for us to prepare a not-that-fancy meal. After talking for a while, showing tricks, setting the tents, and having dinner, we didn't drink as we were going to climb the next morning at 6 a.m., so we all went to sleep. At 4 a.m. or something like that, I felt the need of going to the bathroom. I thought of the possibility of holding it until there was light outside, but that couldn't be done. I took my flashlight and went out. At one end of the land, there were bathrooms. They were far away from the camping site, so I started singing a song to myself to soothe me. You could easily see the bathrooms from the distance because the lights were on. So when I got there, I got in, no door, and there were eight toilets, but no doors. Just a wall separating them. So I went to the last one, figuring out if someone came in, they wouldn't see me with my pants down. When I got out of the bathroom, I started walking to my tent, but suddenly there was this sudden breeze accompanied by a woman's sad sigh. I looked back and standing there in the entrance to the bathroom, there was a woman who looked very sad and had her eyes on me. I was already at the halfway point between my tent and the bathroom, but I kept on looking at her, mostly because I thought if I look back, she's going to be standing there for sure. She was just standing there and I just stood there looking at her. I don't know for how long. The thing is, I was really scared, but I have seen these kinds of things a lot, and once it happened to me that I looked back and the ghost was near me, so I didn't want that to happen again. I thought that seeing her from a distance wouldn't be as bad as if she was standing right next to me. I knew everyone in the camping site, and I had been inside the bathroom, so I didn't know where she'd come out. After an eternity, she disappeared with a second breeze and I ran for it. I got into my tent and promised myself I would never drink a lot of water just before going to bed. This next one is called Ghost in the Shower. When I was small, about 10, I went to go visit my aunt. She always had stories to tell me and I would always tell her to tell me ghost stories, but she wouldn't because my mother was always there and she was really afraid of any ghost stories. Well, that time I went, my mom stepped out, so I was able to talk to her alone. She told me that when she was about 14 or 15, she went to take a shower. The showers where she lived were different. Instead of them inside, they were outside. She said that they, she took her buckets of water and headed outside. She started to take off her clothes when she saw a black figure over her. She thought it was the shadow of a bird, so she ignored it when it disappeared. She started to wet her hair when she noticed a person's feet right next to her. She thought at first someone got in, 
but when she looked up, she saw a black man dressed as an Indian with scratches all over his face, face and arms. She didn't know what to do, so she stayed frozen in place and just stared as the man looked at her from head to toe naked. That's when she screamed and the man disappeared into thin air. She told my granny, but they could not do anything. From then on, she didn't see the man, but she did see shadows. I asked her if it was true or if she was making it up, but she promised me it was, it was true. Not so long ago was I in her house by myself when I noticed black shadows there. At first, I thought it was my imagine, imagination, but I kept seeing them. That's when I believed the story was true. This next one is called A Monster in My Room. I am a 20-year-old female living in Ontario, Canada. The incident that I'm going to relate took place 10 years ago, but it has been bothering me ever since, and when I found this site, I decided to share my story and see if anyone has any opinions. Of course, as it was an entire decade ago, this by, is by no means an, an urgent request for information, as the monster, or whatever it was, has not reappeared since. I suppose I'm just more curious than anything else and want to know if anyone else has had has seen anything similar. What I'm going to do is describe the room and what I saw and then explain why it couldn't have been a dream. I sleep in the same room as I did when I was 10, but the layout has since changed. When this story takes place, my bed was in the corner of the room, so the headboard was against one wall and the right side was against another, uh, the other. At the foot of my bed was an, an armoire which was not pushed against the wall because there was an electrical outlet behind it, which my lamp plugged into. The armoire was maybe four or five inches away from the wall. The door to my room is in the corner farthest from the bed. Also, there is a street lamp right outside my window, so even at night my room is never very dark. When I was a kid, I would never close my eyes while waiting to fall asleep. I don't really know why. I would lie in my bed, listening to books on tape and staring at the ceiling. But after what I saw that night when I was 10, I always kept my eyes tightly shut. The first thing that happened was I heard a soft creak and looked to see one of the doors of my armoire opening gently, not abruptly at all, and then it just closed, it closed just as softly. At this point, I was not afraid. I was actually oddly calm considering how nervous of a child I was. I remember thinking it must have been the wind, which makes no sense because even if the wind could have done that, my window was closed. Then I saw it, a monster, or creature, or something. I don't know. In the space between my armoire and the wall, I saw a face. It was green, with red eyes, and horribly fat red lips. It had a very skinny body, with long arms. The body was humanoid. Its head was very round and looked smooth. I did nothing for a moment, but then it gave me this terrible grin, and I bolted from my room all the way from the all the way to the basement where my father was working and told him. Of course he couldn't find anything, told me it was just a nightmare, and made me go back to bed. I would be tempted to also believe it was just a dream, but there are three reasons I know it can't have been. Firstly, my vision was not terrible at that age, but I did need glasses, which I obviously didn't wear to bed. When I saw that thing, it was visible, but just a little bit blurry, and no dream I've had, no matter how realistic, has replicated my vision without glasses. Secondly, I never woke up. When I have a bad dream and I wake up from it, it takes me a few minutes to reorient myself, realize that it was a dream, and that everything's okay. There was no transition like that. I saw the thing and ran. I never woke up. 
Thirdly and lastly, I mentioned that I fell asleep listening to audiobooks. Well, I continue to hear my audiobook playing smoothly through the whole event, not stopping or distorting like I know it would have in a dream. I have never read that book since. And it was one of the wayside school books, if you're interested. After that, I never saw the thing again. Although I had nightmares about it for the next year. If anyone has any, any ideas about what this um, could be, I would love to hear them. Even if you think I'm crazy, that's a valid opinion too. I hope my account was clear. This last one is called A Ride with the Devil. My auntie told me this story of what happened to her when she was younger. My auntie is now in her 60s. This occurred when she was a young adult. She used to be on her own when she was a little girl. She used to be a traveler and had no real family, just her brother, and they both had nowhere really to go. They used to sleep in trees and such. So one night, she was wandering around, looking to find somewhere to go, so she decided to hitchhike to a little town not too far away from a town called Lloydminster, where she had been residing before. She had been walking for a bit when a semi pulled up and pulled over for her, motioning for her to jump in. She hopped in the semi and said hi to the man. The man was really quiet and did not say too many words. He hid his face with a cap, pulled over most of his face, hiding most of his face. She stared at him, wondering why he was so quiet, and she noticed his hands looked really red and most of his body was covered in a big coat. He offered her a beer, so she took it. They drove, not saying much. She was about to put her empty beer bottle back in the case and turned her head. And when she looked back at her beer, it was full again. She got a little scared and asked him to drop her off. She knew he wasn't human and something was not right. He pulled over to the, on the side of the road and let her out. As she was hopping out of the semi, she looked at the bottom of his seat and saw a big red tail hanging out from under his coat and chair. I don't know what to make out of this story. I always thought she was just drunk, but she doesn't lie, and she's older now, and she still sticks with her story. It's very scary. Yes, that's very scary indeed. So hopefully you enjoyed these stories of this mini episode, and I'll see you soon for episode four. Hopefully you can sleep well. Good night.